welcome back business gators to another episode of behind the suits the official cat mentor podcast my name is brooke lynch and i'm so excited to welcome you back to another week For the entire month of March, we are going to be highlighting a conversation on diversity and inclusion. So we will bring in a lot of different perspectives, both of UF students, faculty, and beyond, to talk about their backgrounds and their unique experiences that have been impacted on their career journey. So there is no better way than to kick things off this month during Women's History Month than to talk to Isabella Montoya, one of the amazing women in our college, who is one of the founding members and the president of Women of Warrington, a new organization on campus. So she will be our episode today, but before we jump into that, I wanted to highlight some of the awesome events that we do have coming up. If you are listening to this on Wednesday, March 16th, The Business Career Services team has launched an incredible event focused on diversity in the workplace that you are still eligible to attend. So if you are listening to this on March 16th, tonight we will be focused on evolution and value of employee resource groups. That will be at 6 p.m. held virtually, so you can hop on to the Zoom link. So any and all details on this and any of our other events can be found on Hire Warrington, where you can also register in advance of the event. Additionally, through the Cat Mentors in particular, we do have a couple of really exciting events coming up in March. So if you are looking to perfect your PowerPoint skills, we have a new PowerPoint workshop on March 22nd at 6.30 to 7.30 in Hevner 160, where you will learn how to make strategic business presentations. If you are in an organization where this is required or joining a company where you will need to give presentations, this is a really helpful event to start to feel confident on that skill set. And if you are a student interested in consulting, we have a Ace the Case workshop on Wednesday, April 6th from 6 to 7.15 p.m. where you will be able to break down the components of a case interview and conduct a mock case interview with a group so that you can finally ace your case once recruitment starts up for consulting paths. So without further ado, I will pass it off to Jordana who will jump into our episode this week. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Suits, the official CAPS mentor podcast. Today, we have the opportunity to bring Isabella Montoya onto our podcast, in which we'll be talking about women in business. So Isabella, if you want to talk about your background, your time spent in Heavener thus far, kind of share a bit about yourself to kick us off. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for having me. So I'm Isabella Montoya. I'm a fourth year information system student. I am minoring in Portuguese and also Latin American studies. And I think my involvement at UF and in Hebner, it's been pretty broad. I think I found a lot of different types of areas that I was passionate about, but it's been really cool to see how they've like transformed over the past few years. Um, Within Hebner specifically, um, I've been really involved within the Latinx community, um, has served as as co-president of Latin American Women Organization that I joined freshman year and has been a really big part of my Heavener experience, um, have also been part of some other great organizations like the University Scholars Program, um, Florida Leadership Academy. I'm currently a Florida Leadership Academy board member this year, um, FLAB. And also this year I have the opportunity to serve as chairwoman of Women of Warrington. 
And so I feel very, very, you know, fortunate and lucky to have met amazing people the last four years and really excited to share a little bit more about my experiences today. Awesome. So excited to hear more about all of that. So my first question for you is, given all of your involvement and the amazing experiences you've had on campus and specifically within the business school, can you pinpoint a specific moment or a specific involvement that has shown what being a woman in business means to you? For sure. I think that one of the most impactful involvements, um, specifically tied to being a woman in business, has been Women of Warrington. Women of Warrington is an alumni and honor society that focuses on voting opportunities and connections for women post-grad. Um, I think something that I really realized in my undergrad years is that it's really important to have like mentors, specifically women mentors. And so Women of Warrington has really given me all the opportunity to meet um, great alumni and great people within our school. And it's really just shown like how important it is other women advocating for each other, um, whether that's, you know, finding an internship or kind of understanding what to do post-grad or what kind of city you want to live in. Um, I wouldn't have had those opportunities or those, I guess, insights if it wasn't for the network that I found within Women of Warrington. And so you speak of finding these women within the business school who really inspire you. Is there a specific mentor role model that you have identified who's created that for you too? For sure. So I think that, you know, mentors have played like such a huge role in my life. Um, it's been so amazing just to connect with different faculty at Hefner. I think one of the biggest mentors I've had um, is a professor. Her name is Dr. Amanda Fallon. Um, she served as my mentor for the University Minority Mentors Program um, and is currently my research advisor in the University Scholars Program. And just from the beginning of freshman year, she has been such a huge advocate for, you know, really pursuing what you're passionate about. I remember having like a talk my freshman year and I was kind of confused on what I wanted to pursue. Um, just like any other freshman, I quite literally had no idea. I knew I wanted to do something in business. But looking back, I didn't really know what business meant. Um, I just thought that it was a cool career to go into. And I remember her sitting me down and really asking me, what are you passionate about? Like, where do you see yourself? Because at the end of the day, like you could pick any career, but if you're not passionate about it, then you're not going to be happy long term. And so she has just been such a huge supporter, um, has supported me so much also in, you know, pursuing passions outside of the classroom. Um, I got very involved with undergraduate research and I'm currently doing research with artificial intelligence and machine learning. Um, and she has been my faculty advisor. And so I think the thing that just made her an amazing mentor was that she never set like limits or boundaries for what I wanted to do. She was always telling me that you could literally pursue anything you wanted as long as you had like the right mindset. And as a freshman, like that was so important to me because I like didn't hear that often. And so it was really just eye-opening and she's been such a great mentor um, as a woman. I respect her so much and just all the work that she's done. So I've been really lucky and just very thankful to be able to work with her during my time at UF. I think having a mentor, especially from um, a freshman standpoint, is such a game changer coming into the business school. And you can kind of make the comparison that it's also just as important to get involved. So having a mentor and then also finding that meaningful involvement can really shape your experience. 
um, at UF and within Hevner. So you said that she inspired you to pursue anything that you found interesting and to chase your passion. So what did that mean for you? What was the outcome of that? Um, have you pursued any professional experiences that have pointed you in the right direction? Yes. So briefly after that talk, I really started looking into just areas that I thought were cool, but didn't really know a lot about as a freshman. And I kind of got exposed to tech through like case competitions and talking to her. And I realized that I really found tech interesting and just like the whole world of AI and ML modeling. And just I just thought it was really cool, but I didn't really know where to start. And so my sophomore year, I started applying for internships. And I was very fortunate enough to be able to intern with Facebook after my sophomore year. Um, I interned with them in, well, it was virtually because of COVID, but it would have been in California. And I was working under product data operations. So I worked a lot with taxonomy trees, um, machine learning that summer. And that really exposed me a lot to what I kind of wanted to pursue. I went back this past summer as after my junior year as a data analyst um, for Instagram and Facebook. And I had the opportunity to work on, again, machine learning, worked on a lot of operations within workflows for different um, products within Instagram and Facebook. And so that was really cool. It really exposed me to just this whole world of tech that I didn't know existed. And that kind of led to just pursuing hackathons and tech opportunities outside of school. Uh, I participated in a few hackathons this summer and had the opportunity to work with Oculus, which is the virtual reality a set a company owned by Facebook, and got to work with some uh, shell model modeling within Oculus and virtual reality. And now this past year, I've gone to hackathons and tech conferences in Miami. Um, I just got back from one in Denver. And so just meeting all these people in this industry is just really inspiring because they know so much. And every single time I go to one of the opportunities, I learn so much more. And I, I literally was thinking about this this past weekend when I was traveling back from Denver about the talk that I had uh, with Dr. Fallon about just pursuing something that you're passionate about, because if I wouldn't have taken that advice, I probably wouldn't have gone to any of these opportunities. And so uh, looking at post-grad, I'm going to be working full-time at Facebook uh, within global operations in California. And it just is very shocking and just like very it's like surreal because I would have never thought that I would have ended up like in this industry freshman year because I had no idea what I wanted to do. I didn't even know how to code back then, didn't know anything about tech. And so I think my biggest takeaway from that is listen to your mentors if you know they have some advice and just really be open-minded because they might be coming from a different perspective, but also just be open-minded in terms of learning new stuff. Like I didn't know anything really about tech. And if I would have limited myself and kind of not taken the chance to learn, then I would have never even discovered that I had a passion for it. That's awesome. I think stepping out of your comfort zone is the best thing that you can ultimately do for yourself. And I think it's very interesting that you stepped out of your comfort zone to pursue tech. So when you were on that journey, and I guess you still are, what did it look like in terms of being a woman in tech? Um, did you find that a community was super important? Um, was there anyone that you were able to connect with um, in terms of being a woman in tech? Yes. Yeah, so I think when I first went into it, I honestly didn't really know that many people working in tech. 
um, I think that was like the first part, just like finding people who were in those specific industries. Um, and so I think that for me, once I had the opportunity to like intern within that space and go to hackathons, um, it is, I guess, still a primarily uh, male dominated field, uh, especially uh, just working in tech or any anything really in business, you know, it, for a long time, it has been male dominated. And so coming in as a woman and also like a Latin woman, it was definitely not the majority. And I kind of find it kind of find it hard to really see myself in some of these positions or places just because I didn't see other people that like maybe looked like me or like came from the same background as me initially within those roles. And so during my internship, I remember going to different like groups within Facebook and Instagram and they have like these like resource groups and I joined like the woman group. I joined like the Latin American group and I found mentors that were in those spaces and I thought it was just so important to kind of talk to them about their experiences because a lot of them were reflective of what I had, you know, been through trying to get into the industry. Uh, you sometimes face like a sort of stigma going into it just because it's so new and, and tech is so new. And so sometimes it you do get like those people that say, oh, like, that's weird. Why are you here? Or, hey, do you actually, you know, know about tech or, oh, wow, like, how did you end up here? And so it's like, I don't think people have like bad intentions when they say that, but it, it does kind of take you off guard sometimes. And so just talking about those experiences with other women uh, within the company and also um, just, you know, people my age that were also in the same positions, it really does help because it's good to talk about it and kind of, you know, admit that it happens because if not, then it's just like going to continue. That's Great to hear. I definitely agree. And something that came to mind when you were um, sharing the story where people are asking about your qualifications, questioning why you should have a seat at the table. Um, I'm currently in an entrepreneurship class and we have different guest speakers come in and they're successful entrepreneurs. One of my favorite ones, her name is Michelle, and she's the most unapologetic woman I've ever met. She has the most interesting take on confidence. Her take is that you just have to have it. It's a non-negotiable. You can't question yourself because then other people will question you. So what is your um, perspective on confidence and how has that um, impacted your experience in the workplace? You know, you mentioned that and I completely agree with everything you just said, because I feel like a lot of times I, maybe especially like as a woman, like you get questioned on like what you wear, or like how you act or, you know, your nails could be done, your hair could be done. And it's always, you know, the first thing people might say. And it, I think it's a very common trend in not only tech, but business. And so I think also it's so important just to have confidence going into those situations, because if like, you know who you are and you know that you have the knowledge that you have, then, you know, no matter what anybody says, they can't question you. Um, something that I have always kind of put in the back of my head is that you have to be authentically yourself because then if you're not, then you're just going to keep molding to what other people might expect to you're like expect you to be as someone who works in business or tech. And so for me, it's just about being authentic because that's how you're going to find like the best relationships, best friendships. Um, if people, you know, accept you for who you are, then they're worth like the time and they're worth like the effort. And if not, then it's just, it's kind of disrespectful, you know? And so for me, I think, you know, just being confident and knowing what I'm passionate about, what I like, um, and then, you know, just knowing that you have to be confident in the knowledge that you have. 
my favorite quote is knowledge is something that nobody can ever take away from you. And so if you are confident in what you know and your experiences, then no matter what anybody says, like it won't matter because you know that you belong at the table and that you should have a voice at the table. Right. And I think this also sparks the term imposter syndrome. And, you know, that's something we hear about all the time, but to actually talk about what it's like in the shaping of confidence is very different because when you can be sure of yourself and sure of how hard you work to get somewhere, then that's kind of combating imposter syndrome. And I think that's something women experience all the time in the workplace. And it's something that we aren't really given the choice to deal with. So it's something that we're given and we just deal with every day. And sometimes we may not even realize it. So I think having the confidence and then everything else we've talked about, finding a meaningful um, experience through involvement, finding mentors, finding that board of directors. So people in your life who are going to support you and have the best interest for you is everything. So Moving on towards the more ending of our interview, I have a question. What would your advice be, your lasting piece of advice be to a freshman? So put yourself in your shoes when you were a freshman, starting off at UF. Um, what would your advice be to them? The most important thing I realized that I've learned at UF is that, and I'm sure people have heard this before, but when one door closes, another opens. If you're rejected from something, it's always a redirection. And I think, especially for freshmen coming in, I remember I applied for so many things my freshman year and I got rejected from so much. Everyone gets rejected from different organizations. And sometimes it's hard to see just kind of like the end goal of what you want to do. And so my biggest piece of advice is kind of really be honest with yourself about what you're passionate about and kind of just ask yourself, is this something that I would would be happy doing in a few years? And if it is, that's great. But if it's something that like you maybe had a passion for a few years ago, but not anymore, it's totally okay to change. I think that it's so important to just be open-minded in college about opportunities and just different experiences. Go for that internship that you think, you know, you maybe aren't really that knowledgeable in or apply for that role, even if you think you might not get the position. Because if you don't put yourself out there, then you'll never get to experience those new opportunities. And that's kind of how I stumbled about going into tech. If I didn't become open-minded or kind of start putting myself out there, even though I was very underqualified going into it, then I would have never had the opportunity to kind of expand my knowledge. And so just remember that like everyone starts somewhere. And if you don't get something that you maybe thought you wanted, just know that there's definitely a better opportunity out there for you. That's great advice. Definitely advice I'll be taking myself. And I just want to end this episode with talking about how important it is for people like you who have gone through the business school and gotten the most out of it, the impact that you have on people just entering this experience. So I think um, creating that community again, circling back to that idea where you know, your role model for someone is very rewarding and it's very important. So thank you for all that you've done and all that you shared on this episode. Yes, thank you so much, Isabella. And thank you, Jordana, for another amazing episode of Behind the Suits. As always, if you would like to schedule an appointment with any of us, please feel free to check out our information on the Undergraduate Cat Mentor website and book appointments with us through Higher Warrington. Thank you all so much and we will see you next week. Oh, 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 oh,